It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. You know, we're going to talk love, we're going to talk relationships, but let me share that story first. I went to dinner in a wonderful Italian restaurant, and then uh, two people, two French people showed up, a couple, recently married, except they didn't know I was French because I was with my baseball hat, and I guess I don't look French anymore. So they start bickering, you know, you mama's boy, you daddy's girl, you know, you spend all that time playing video game. Hey, who are you? You didn't prepare anything for this trip. So at the end, I had to stand up and I said to them, I said, bonjour, welcome to Chicago. And oh, bonjour, bonjour. I said, you guys are recently married. Yes, we are. I said, you got to keep the joy of life. La joie de vivre. You are young. You're good looking. You just married. Enjoy life. You can never enjoy enough, you know. So they laughed. said, thank you so much. Merci beaucoup. And I came here for the show. Anyway, that's my advice for everybody. Love life. Any questions? 855-905-8255. Call me. If you have a love story you want to share with me on my show, The Rendezvous, just call in now, 855-905-8255. Tanya, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tanya. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I know you have a sweet love story to share with me tonight on air, right? Thank you, I do. Um, so I've been working uh, as a temp at this agency, and there's a guy that I met probably within the first week. I didn't really know him or what he did. Um, and we sort of kept our distance because it's my first job there and I'm pretty shy. But um, I don't know. I felt something between us. And <laughs> over the last few weeks, he's been like leaving little post-it notes on my desk saying like, I hope you have a good day or you have the sweetest smile, things like that. And I know it's him. Um, so finally, <laughs> he left a note on my desk mm-hmm. asking me to go out uh, for drinks. And uh, we went. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Um, I'm just really happy, but I'm not sure like what to do next. <laughs> so, so when you were with him having the drinks, your intuition was green? Like you felt any red flags or it was all good? No red flags. No, it was really easy. It was like really casual and like we just laughed. I don't even know what we talked about. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sign. Yeah. So why would you, when you say I don't know what to do next, what would be the hesitation? Um, probably just like the job thing, you know, they always say like, don't date where you work and stuff. And I've never really been in that situation. I don't even know if that's really a thing anymore, but I just, I don't want to risk either, but he's really sweet guy and we had a really good time and I love it. So listen about the work thing. I mean, he's not your boss, right? No, 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 no. So listen, if it's love, it's love. So I'm I'm encouraging you to get to know each other better and go from there. I, I think it's totally cool. So, so I'm, love it. Yeah, so really enjoy, get to know each other, and, and, and good luck to you both. I love this story. This is how every love story starts. You've got to get to know somebody. I think so. It feels like a little movie. I'm so excited for our next date. Well, I'm excited for you, then, Tanya. This is exciting. I like that. Thank you so much for sharing, and have a good night. Thank you so much. Have mm. a good day. Bye-bye, Tanya. You know, Tanya just asked me a really good question. Should you ever date at work? Let's talk about that more. That's next. Should you ever date a coworker? So these days, all of us, once we leave college, if we went to college, where do we meet people? A lot of us meet at work or through work meetings or even at the happy hours, even if it's not directly people work with, you know, it's still a place we spend most of the time. Now, the dilemma is you're thinking, but that's how I make my living. I don't want to risk it. And the other side is, but what if I fall in love? right? So my advice to you is the same than for Tanya. 
If you feel you're falling in love with a coworker, get to know the coworker and give love a chance. But there are certain conditions that you should do this. Those conditions are coming up next. So if you're going to date a coworker, what are the conditions for you to be able to date that person safely, if, you, if we say that? First of all, if you start catching feelings for somebody that you work with, be discreet. Right? The worst thing you can do is gossip about it. Oh, I really like this person. I really like No, no, no. Nobody's business. It's only you and that person. Go slow, right? So step by step. Get to know each other. That's a huge thing. Don't go from zero to hundred at work. There's too much at stake. So get to know the person. Have coffee, find reasons, and then finally decide. Another thing, don't let feelings get in the way of what you have to do at work, right? You may be in love, he may be in love and all of this, so but you got to do work and work hard. It's key for your success. Finally, sorry to say, have an exit plan. We Meaning, if it doesn't work out, what are you going to do? If you all those conditions, you have the answers, go ahead and take your chance. You call the next 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. You have a question? Call me. Tasha, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tasha. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? I have kind of a weird one, I guess. Um, my boyfriend and I have been together about three years, and he had a grandma who just passed away, mm. but his grandma never liked me, like for no particular reason, just did not like me. Okay. Um, but anyway, he, you know, they were close. They were close. So he wants to get this huge tattoo mm-hmm. in tribute to her that would be like covering his chest, basically, like this huge chest piece of wow. her. And I just... Yeah, I think it's kind of weird. I, I don't want him to do it, but I want to be supportive, you know, but I also really don't want him to. What should I do? That's a good question. I can imagine for you, if you have to look at him very closely and look at his grandmother's face, since she didn't like you, this is not very nice, right? So you feel it's going to not be a good vibe for you to see that all the time. Right, exactly. And especially like on his chest, I feel like his grandmother is just going to be like staring at me, you know, and she didn't like me to to begin with in the first place. Exactly. I understand. How about a compromise? Which part of his body would you be okay for him to put the tattoo of the face of his grandmother that would not bother you too much? I mean, maybe like his back, like his upper back, so I wouldn't have to look at it that much. Okay. Well, listen, I think that's the compromise. You, You said, listen, you know, I understand. I was thinking about it. I know she didn't like me. You told me and all that. So it's bad karma for her and for me. We don't want to stare each other in the eyes. How about if you had this tattoo put somewhere else on your body? And so you compromise and find a place on his body where he's proud to have the tattoo of his grandmother's face and you're okay because you're not going to see it all the time. Okay. Yeah, I like that. And especially if he's wearing shirts or, you know, yes, so, long sleeves. I wouldn't have to see it at all. Exactly. Even if he's, you know, shirtless, it's not a place, it's not the size too much. And, you know, so, and, and you can have a sense of you. said, I don't think your grandmother would want to see me all the time face to face. And so let's, <laughs> you know, use that sense of humor to kind of get the deal done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Dasha. Well, good luck to you with that. And uh, I think it'll be okay. Thank you for calling. Okay. Thank you. Have a good night. If you're in a relationship, should you ask each other permission before you add a new tattoo to your own body? We'll talk about that next. If you're in a relationship, should you ask for each other's permission before you add a tattoo on your own body? I mean, that's something that I think is important to do because we get to look at each other. And whether it's like Tasha who just called me and said, you know, should I 
how am I going to deal with this new tattoo of a grandmother of his grandmother's face when I knew she didn't like me? Or it could be something, a sign that you disapprove or whatever, the size is too big. And for each other, I think we have to be careful not to impact each other's desire for one another. That's, you know, to respect each other because we look at each other all the time. And I want to share a story where I had to deal with this. And I think you want to hear that story. So that's coming up next. Have you ever been in a relationship and out of the blue, your partner came home with the biggest ever tattoo on their back. It happened to me once. Years ago, I dated this lovely, charming woman. And she had a couple of tattoos. It was fine. I thought it was cool. And I don't know why, really. She came back with that almost like like cartoon character tattoo on her back that was like a like a Marvel character, like a superhero of some kind. All from on the back from her back to her hips, to her butt, to her legs, everything. And I asked her, I said, you never told me about this. And she said, oh, I don't think I need to ask you for permission. I said, but it's kind of like if I came back looking like a Superman or Iron Man, except it's like ink, how would you feel about this? And she laughed at me. But it impacted me. And not to give you any details, but romantically, you know, with that kind of tattoo, it just didn't work out for me. So my advice, ask each other permission when it's going to impact each other's desire. And for any other questions, call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Just call me. Bridgette, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Okay, so I have a question. Um, I have been dating, um, this guy, well, we've been together for seven years. We've mm-hmm. been engaged for the last two Congrats. Um, anytime like a wedding comes up, uh, he never wants to go. Okay. Um, he doesn't want to go to any of my family events. Hmm. And if we go to a family event and like we happen to be staying over at my parents' house uh, because they're out of state, he tends to like excuse himself early from the parties and like just go and hang in the room mm-hmm. upstairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And so I'm kind of relieved most of the time when he says he doesn't want to go to like a wedding or whatnot because... He doesn't fit in or he doesn't even try to fit in. So um, I don't even know. Is it like even worth it to try and talk to him at this point? I don't know if I want to marry somebody who doesn't want to like be involved so, like, in my life, kind of. <laughs> but for seven years, you were okay with that. Why were you okay with, with that for seven years and not okay anymore? I don't know. I think I was probably like really insecure. And I think at the time I thought, like, maybe this is all I can get kind of thing. Okay. But now I'm seeing, like, all these little red flags, like, seven years later. And now I don't think this is a good match. Okay. Do you think that's the tip of the iceberg? You know, because is there other things that are not working out besides the fact that he doesn't go to social events with you, family events, everything else is good? Or there's other things that get on your nerves or you've had enough? Oh, no. And there's other things that have gotten on my nerves, yeah. Like what? Like he doesn't have um he doesn't have a job, so I have to pay for everything. What else? Oh, I sometimes he like tells me what to do. So controlling. Yeah, and like sometimes, and sometimes he'll look at me and be like, "Oh, you look like you've gained some weight." I see. <laughs> like that's okay. Little things. I, not so little. Okay, so now I understand what we're going to do. Okay, so yeah, I think indeed with all of that, maybe it's not a great idea to marry him. Uh, Obviously, all those things are not signs of love. The social thing is really 
I'm glad you called me for that. But it's really the other things that worries me more for you. So maybe you, you take some time, but I would not rush to marry him. And if you don't feel loved, you're not. And it's time to leave a relationship, okay? Right, right. I mean, don't find excuses if somebody doesn't treat you well. Leave the person. Yeah. Well, definitely. I'm glad you called me, Bridget, and I'll let you reflect and take the final decision. But my advice is definitely not to get married with somebody who treats you like that. Okay. All right. Good luck to you thank and be strong. You. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're most welcome. Have a good night. You too. I'm going to answer an email next because somebody is having a little difficulty to say the least with her partner and the ooh-la-la, and I want to help her next. Stay with me. If you have a question for me, but you can't dial in right now, just email me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this email about tonight? So this email comes from Abby that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Abby. I have a problem, and I don't know who else to talk to about it. I always have to initiate the ooh-la-la with my boyfriend. Otherwise, it will never happen. He never initiates it, and it makes me feel like he doesn't want me. I haven't talked to him about it because I'm embarrassed and I don't know how to bring it up. Do you have any advice, Simon? Abby, thank you for the email. What should you do when your partner never initiates the ooh-la-la? I'll tell you that next, so stay with me. What should you do if you're in a relationship and your partner never initiates the ooh-la-la with you? That's the question Abby just emailed me, and it makes her feel like he doesn't really want Abby. Abby, listen carefully. If your partner never initiates the ooh-la-la, he's not really into you. It means he could do without it, and you cannot be in a relationship without mutual attraction. So I understand he likes it, but if he doesn't initiate it ever, there's a problem. So I would like you to talk about it once to give him a chance. And I would like you to just don't be shy. Don't be afraid. That's a great conversation. Hey, I don't initiate all the time. Why don't you never initiate and see what happens? If there is any reaction and good, stay with him. If it stays the same, leave him. You don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want you. You don't want to be the object of rejection. You want to be the object of attraction and love. That's my advice. Any other questions? Call me, 855-905-8255. I'm here. If you have been touched by love, if your heart has felt this loving feeling, what do you do? You dial 855-905-8255 and you share that story with us on The Rendezvous. Tabitha, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour and welcome to the rendezvous. So I know by my screen that you have a lovely love story for us. I do. Um, so this happened back when I was in college. A friend and I were talking about our high school experiences, and I shared that I never got asked to prom or homecoming, so I kind of missed out on the whole "Will you be my prom date?" you know thing that happens. But at, at my high school, it was a really big deal. You know, people went out of their way and made it really extravagant. So I felt mm -hmm. like I had missed out on that. And about a week later, we were on our way shopping. And mm -hmm. um, in our town, there's a wall next to the main road that you can paint. So you can draw on it, paint on it, whatever you want to do. She had actually written in huge letters, Tabitha, will you be my dance partner um, <laughs> across the wall? And when we were driving by, she stopped and she got out and she said, you know, I know I don't have like a prom or a homecoming to take you to. But there's a dance club that's going on tonight, and I want you to be my date. And it was super ridiculous and over the top, but I, I feel like, you know, she really listened to me and uh -huh. recreated something I thought I'd lost from my childhood. 
Uh, that that is wonderful. That is very sweet, Tabitha. So I like that story. Thank you so much for sharing that story. That that's a sweet story. Thank you so much, and and have a good night. Thanks. You too. More rendezvous next. I'm Simon Marcel, and thank you for being with me that late. I don't know what you're up to when you listen to my show. And by the way, don't hesitate. If you want to share what you're up to, where are you, what are you doing, who do you listen with, I would love to know. So you just go to my social media at therendezvousshow.com. Another thing that I want to I want to finish the show on is that uh, lately, just a new trend happened. Um, my podcast became a place, like confession, to confess things. And so I really appreciate it. It started with Mary, um, one of the first who called my producers and reached out on my social media. I have a story on one of my chests. I want to tell Simon. And then we had Stephanie, who just slept with her boss and just listened to the rest, and even Caroline, other things. So if you have something that has happened to you, you've never shared with anyone, get it off your chest. Just reach out to my producers at therendezvousshow.com. I'll get you on my podcast, La Confession. Have a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday with more of The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.